0: All right, peeps, we're back. This is the AEW Insider with your host as always, Lee Betts. Uh, we're doing the show a little bit early this week. I got a lot, a lot of news to cover, you know what I mean? Coverage of all the major shows and events that are happening all around the wrestling world. Uh, AEW had a huge announcement, what have you. So we'll get right to it. And then as, as long as enough wrestling news comes out by the weekend, I'll do another one by the weekend too. And usually that's not pretty hard to ask for because there's always independent and wrestling events going on on the weekends. All right. So first, even though something major happened in WWE, we start with AEW because they aew insider and it's all elite all the time so in huge aew news it was confirmed that aew officially will start on the tnt network on wednesday nights october 2nd that's exactly the same week that fox Uh, is starting SmackDown. They're doing it that Friday. AEW is doing Wednesdays. Uh, It's no more, you know, Tuesday nights or debates, what have you. It is Wednesday night, live for two hours, starting October 2nd. And like I said, I heard those snake haters at WWE want Fox to let them move NXT to Wednesday nights on like Fox Sports or something like that. So that's weak. But always, live program will always go over tape program. So people will just watch AEW aew first and then watch nxt i barely watch nxt live myself i always watch it that night but never when it's live i do love me some nxt though all right this week's so episode of being the elite it was another great one it will be a sad day when they get too busy or get paid or get paid enough and they end the show over the years of this highlighted and made superstars that are so many wrestlers i love the elite Uh, It started off with a Peter Avalon, a.k.a. one of the librarians, complaining that his gimmick was not working. He winded up venting, and then he left the office with the same librarian gimmick for now. But that's set in the undertones that he's not happy with it. You know, there's already two of them, so hopefully he'll break out of it. Because if you guys don't know about Avalon, you'll see that guy's a star, and he's a great heel. Uh, they had it like he was talking to Vince McMahon. And no matter how much he talked to complain and how much the talent complains in WWE, they're always strict to what Vince and the writers want, no matter how bad it is. Uh, it's just crazy. All right, it was pretty good, though. Uh, they also highlighted Marco Stunt. If you don't know Marco Stunt, the kid, I don't know if he's like 17, 18, or 21. But literally, he's under like 5 foot or maybe he's 5 foot 2. He's got a big, big white afro. And I say white afro only because usually when you hear afro, you think African-American can just say, but he's got a big, big fro, and uh, he's real, real small, he got over being injured, but when he's not injured, he does awesome stuff in a ring, so he was on his cell phone walking down the hallway, and he bumped right into Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy hopped off of Luchasaurus' shoulders, and you know, pretty much started smelling Marco and looking at him, looking at him, you thought they were going to attack him, but then Luchasaurus started talking in his college degree humor, which you would never even expect, and he said that he was bullied for like 3 billion years or something like that. So, you know how it is. He told them that they can stick with it. That Marco can stick with them. So, Jungle Boy hopped back on his shoulders. They walked away, and Marco said, Wait up. So, now they're going to have them as a three piece, and they're going to be huge in AEW. You'll see. Because all of them are awesome. Especially Lulutrasaurus and Marco. I don't know too much about Jungle Boy yet, but I heard he's good. All right, they also gave that tag team the Dark Order Time to Shine. They will be facing best friends for a buy-in at the AEW Tag Team Title Tournament that's going to be happening when TV starts. Uh, They had a great BET mailbag. Hangman Page was highlighted in it. A fan asked him a question I've been wondering myself for a long time. Uh, If you don't know, Hangman Page was a legit school teacher before becoming a pro wrestler. They asked if any of his old students have ever reached out to him since, you know, he became a wrestler and stopped teaching. He replied, yes, they did. And he also told them through, uh, excuse me, being the elite, that if he ever comes to any of their towns that they live in, to make sure you message him online and he will get them free tickets to the event now that's awesome uh they also asked if he would ride a horse to the ring he replied it's badass he's asked multiple people and he's pissed off because everybody has told him no so far i say probably for safety reasons but so many people so close the horse will probably get spooked and you see what happened with christopher reeves so even though it would look cool hangman you're probably better off without it Uh, They also asked Michael Nakazawa if there will be an AEW mid-card title. He said there should be, and he wants to win it. Uh, And at the end, the Young Bucks cut a promo about their upcoming ladder match with the Lucha Brothers. It was a great episode this week, boys. Another uh, news good old J- JR was asked by Vince McMahon to return to the Raw Reunion show that they had on Monday but even bigger than that Tony Khan gave JR the okay we obviously know JR did not take the offer also some superstar legends who were offered their uh excuse me to come to the show were B- Bully Ray Dudley and Bret Hart and both of them declined Vince also and stayed off the reunion show I think that was a good move boys uh, on this week's episode of Road to All Out, uh, they had Chris Van Valleet as a segment host. If you watch the wrestling interviews on YouTube and you listen to this show, I always talk about Chris Van VanVleet because he always gets the best interviews with the wrestlers and he works like a workhorse. If you ever watch wrestling programming, whether it's WCW, AE, not AEW, excuse me, now it is like that anyway, ECW, what have you, they'll have like little segments where a host just stands in front of her and talks, in front of a camera and talks, behind them there's like a backdrop of a studio, what have you, and you know, he sets up a story, goes over it, sets up a coming or just as a segment well chris van valiet was actually doing that on this week's road to all out and i hope they hire him that guy is amazing like i say and i am so so happy for him Uh, The Young Bucks took to Twitter today And they said shoot your shot Which means like Chris VanVleet made it Any of you guys can make it Tell me what you could do for me There's a 9 year old little interviewer He's really a 9 year old kid His name is AJ He's on Twitter and he has a channel He's called AJ is Awesome They actually respect him They take him serious And he gets great interview too And he was saying he wanted to be backstage So we'll see if AEW hires him also But congratulations Chris That is fucking amazing bro I'm happy for you A new match was announced for All Out that's coming in August. It is a three-way. It includes the bad boy Joey Janela, Darby Allin, Jimmy Havoc. Those three were just on a tag team last month. So seriously, all three of these guys are effed up in the head and crazy as fuck in the ring. So this match could definitely steal the show. I can't wait for Janela to really get his spotlight and time to shine. That guy's a star. Uh, Starcast—that's like WrestleCon we went to before any big wrestling event AEW has been doing. Tony, uh, excuse me, Con, Conrad does Starcast where you have shows I talked about in the past. You can meet the wrestlers. They have cool shows, what have you. They've been trying to get CM Punk for the original Starcast last year, and they officially got him. CM Punk himself will be at Starcast next month. You get to do a meet and greet and all that, and they even have big packages where you get a, uh, finally a, sign- a signature CM Punk cup you get a pin you get artwork you can get an autograph you can get a picture I can only imagine how much they're going to be charging but he and Starcast are going to make a boatload of money that weekend and it came out that AEW did offer Punk two AEW contracts so far the wrestle but they did do it by text message and this is what he had to say about that he said the last thing I got I got a text from Cody And again, I almost don't even know how to reply to them sometimes. Because if I reply, they do interviews and they're like, oh yeah, I just talked to Punk. I'm kind of damned if I do or damned if I don't. I always think if somebody wants to do business with me, they can come talk to me. Texting offers isn't really a way to do good business, at least. He's right about that. And then he said about another event, it was texted through three people and an offer came in in through a text. This is like a month ago, maybe. I think it was just a general offer, but I never could have done the last one in Vegas, double or nothing, because I was in California for CFFC. So you see, that's not saying he definitely would turn it down, but they tried getting him again last month. They're not going to stop until they get him. If CM Punk comes back anywhere, it's going to be AEW, and you fucking know it. You'll be haters all you want, but it's the truth. AEW was featured in TV Guide, or they're going to be featured in the upcoming TV Guide. They did a great photo shoot with all the main players, Omega, the Bucks, Cody, Hangman, two of the female wrestlers, what have you, and even Tony Khan himself. So check out that interview and check out those pictures. Alright, let's get to some WWE news. It was reported that by TMZ at like 3.44 in the morning last night, this morning, what have you, Jimmy Uso was busted for his second DUI this year. He got busted earlier this year in February. Uh, there was no punishment at, at that time. Uh, he must think or know that since he's related to the Rock, Roman Reigns, etc., he is untouchable. But almost any other superstar would have been fired by now. It is crazy that on Raw last, well, excuse me, this Monday night's Raw, the reunion show, John Cena was doing his rap in John Cena and he rapped. Uh, he brought up a rap against the Usos about Jimmy's mugshots and their past DUIs. And look what happens day later. That's in- days later. That's insane. And actually, right before I started to. Recording, it did come to light that Jimmy Uso is being put on a, a hiatus, a break, just like they did with Crazy Crazy as a Fox, Alicia Fox, a few months back. Higher ups backstage and people close to him are concerned because he's throwing away his career and his mar- marriage to Naomi, WWE Superstar. All the best to you, Uso, but seriously, man, if it was anybody else, you would have been gone, and you obviously don't respect the business, your career, or what's been handed to you and what you work for. It's fucked up. On Twitter, Randy Orton and Will Ospreay exchanged words, but not in a bad way like it went down between Ospreay and uh, Seth Rollins a couple weeks back. At the end of the conversation, Orton tweeted... Orton vs Osprey, June 2020, which is insane because that means that when W when his contract is up in WWE, Randy Orton plans on leaving for another promotion or to just do his rounds on the indies for a while before he signs with somebody else. It's crazy because it just it just nuts, man. His wife complains on Twitter, he complains on Twitter. Even though they got the stupid brand split when they have like Raw's 25th anniversary or this reunion show last week, they won't have him on it because he's on SmackDown. His wife's even opened her mouth a couple times, and that's a big no-no. Nothing's been done. But this tells you, next June his contract's up. He's unhappy. He's getting the fuck out of there, and he will be going to New Japan to fight in Will Ospreay and hopefully a bunch of other places. Randy Orton's the best, but he can't go any higher in WWE. Everybody knows that. It's great when he comes out, you pop, but it's not exciting when he wins or has the belt. So his career definitely will be refreshed and have a new lease on life once he does leave WWE and gets back out there. On uh, big WWE news, ticket sales are, are declining still. They booked two tape shows at their mecca, the Garden in New York City, Madison Square Garden. Uh, ticket sales are low. Impact in New Japan G1, which my daughter and I were at, excuse me, it was, excuse me, it was New Japan Wrestling, and uh, was it Impact? No, it was Ring of Honor, I apologize. Had the G1 Supercard over WrestleMania week at Madison Square Garden. It sold out, my daughter and I were there. WWE brings their biggest televised show, Raw, and their second biggest show, SmackDown, to Madison Square Garden two nights in a row, and the tickets are in the toilet. I don't know, Vince. You see, times are changing, man. You keep fucking around. Everybody's leaving, dude. Alright, let's get to the Monday Night Raw Reunion show real quick. I will not spend too much time on this, because if you are a fan you definitely watched it, replays of it or clips of it, but the show opened up with John Cena, which we talked about Heard he wouldn't be there, but it's actually good to see him, and I loathe to say that, but when you don't see Cena for a while and he comes back it's pretty cool. Uh, The best part of the show for me was the skit involving Mike and Maria Canellis. They're continuing that storyline of her belittling him and putting him down and treating him like shit, shaming and what have you well she ripped him a new one in front of a room full of people and out of nowhere Farouk came on the screen Jimmy Hart handed Farouk his megaphone and he just let out a big damn like as in damn she just tore your ass up in front of everybody bro and it's fucked up but it was funny as hell uh they also have plenty of other cameos none too exciting though i love seeing my baby Caitlin, ex-wwe diva champ her body is amazing and i love the way she shaved the side of her head uh, not all people who are under contract or have working deals with other promotions uh turn down wwe like bully ray did uh, actually somebody did take them up on their offer they offered rob van Dam an appearance to go on wwe tv and he did that, and uh, Impact didn't have a problem with it. So that was really cool that Impact Wrestling let RVD do it. He was there. Uh, he got a big pop, of course. He led the charge of him, Kurt Angle, uh, and two other wrestlers down to the ring like they were going to attack Sami Zayn because he was talking smack. Uh, the 24-7 title changed hand like eight times. Pat Patterson won it. Jerry Biscoe, Alondra Blaze, Alondra Blaze was about to throw it away in the trash again and out of nowhere, uh, the Million Dollar Man came out and actually bought it for her because you know everybody has a price. In the end, I'm pretty sure R-Truth won it back. Yeah, he did. He took it off for Drake Maverick at the end. But the 24-7 title exchanged hands nine times on Raw. It was nuts. Uh, The club and and crew had a nice spot. Uh, They had a run-in with DX. The club was out there talking their smacks. Sean and Triple H came out. Then Arrested DX came out. And then it turned into a DX click reunion. Because Big Sexy, Daddy Cool, Kevin Nash came out. And Scott Hall. So it was really, really cool. I liked it. It was dope. Uh, Hogan had an okay spot. Peeps are definitely sick of him. They're fully not over his racist uh, comments that he made or his sex tape. But it's always amazing to see the Hulkster. Uh, they close out the show with Stone Cold Steezel Austin. And you could tell by his slurring and his droning on that he was fucking wasted. And it was a fucking tad too long, but it kicked ass. Uh, it was great to see Stone Cold. And it's even better to see him half in a bag. The Raw 25th show, to me, was better than the reunion show, but it wasn't bad. Uh, Some of the sources and some of the things that we, some of the places where we get our stories from, from online and print, are such places as Wrestling Observer, PW Insider, Fightful.com, WrestleTalk, Cultaholic, Sean's View, Ringside News, Pro Wrestling Sheet, WWFoldschool.com, BodySlam.net, Sam Roberts, and that's just to name a few. We're going to take a break right now. We still got SmackDown to cover NXT. I got a little NWA news. Uh, We got a little update on some stories I did in the past and just two movie trailers I want to tell you about. So we'll come back in a little bit and uh, I'll finish this up. Remember, check us out on all social media, AEW Insider 1 on Twitter and AEW Insider on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, We'll be right back.